It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome into episode number 534.84 of Jobbing Out. You guys have no idea. It's how much money I spent on Paul McCartney tickets this week, so I'm probably going to end up divorced. That's the actual <laughs> I was about number. To gu- I was about to guess that. Well, you would actually know. <laughs> that's, that's actually a good I thought, I thought I thought you were going to do a gimmick where that was like, me and Tahuti's combined weight. I was, you know what? I was looking into that, but I wanted to talk more about what was going on before I, I said anything about that. So we'll get to that in one second. Uh, it's jobbing out Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton, Aaron Oster, and the main event. Vent. 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 Is it really? That's really? Ah, that's it's usually the end. That's my guy. AJ Francis, a.k.a. Frank, a.k.a. Who Hada? Nada. That's my guy. All right, so let's uh, let's get into it. Um, you are going to be at uh, GCW in Dallas. That's official now. That's official like a referee with a whistle. You hear what I'm talking about? It's, uh... It's uh, it, it has been in the works for a while now. Shout out AJ Gray for making it happen. Um, you know, uh, hit makers here, and you know, we mean business. So uh, it's about time that uh, we, you know, we've been laying in the background, laying in the cut, you know, just keeping our plans close to our chest, and uh, now it's time for us to be out in the open and let everybody know what's going down. So you said something in there that's interesting to me. You used the phrase hit makers, and I hadn't heard that phrase until a couple of days ago. Um, I guess it's time to lay it all on the table or as much as you can. We've heard a lot of rumors about one particular member of the artists formerly known as, as Hit Row. It, how do you explain all of this to us in the way that you're allowed to? Uh, there's no, there's no way that I'm not, not really allowed to. It's okay. real simple. It's when we got released, um, me and Swerve had a sit down conversation and you got to realize like, I like, okay. So hit row was a byproduct of a creation that I made called the row the Ro- with starring sugar bear. Yeah. So the row started in 2018, October, 2018. Okay. So from 2018 through 2019, I was in the row and it was just me and like rappers like 30 Black, who's, you know, he's signed to Capitol Records and uh, he's viral for his song All Talk. And, you know, Brent Grimes, four time NFL Pro who? Bowler, was in the row. Yeah, who is that? What does he do? What, what's, you know, what's he do for a living? Four time NFL Pro Bowler, Brent Grimes. Is uh, he good? But is he good? He's pretty yeah. decent. You know, right. at, least four, at least four times he was good. Oh, so, this is weird. I've never uh, heard of him. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, he, uh, you know, he was in the row and, um, you got guys like, uh, um, you know, Mbadu who's been on AEW and he's, you know, he's big in Florida. He was in the row. 
um, and, you know, other NFL players that I knew would come and be in the row with us. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was all 2018, 2019 when I was doing SCW. Fast forward to 2020, I signed with WWE, and um, Ryan Katz tells, you know, asked if I would, you know, like to do something with Tahuti and Brianna. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. But they like, they just wanted us, us three together. They didn't have like an idea for like what they wanted us to be doing. Right. Okay. So like I came up with the idea to just, cause I knew that Brianna made music and I was like, I mean, we can say to Tahuti's the producer. We all know that I'm actually the producer. So like, uh, we'll just say that Tahuti's the producer and we'll be the hit makers. And we were called the hit makers and at the performance center for a year. From March, from February 2020 until April 2021, um, over a year we were the hitmakers in the PC. Um, and then, like you know, WWE's Most Wanted Treasures debuted, and now they have they have a reason to use me on television instead of having me sit on my hands in the back for no reason. So <laughs> that's when Triple H approached uh, me and Swerve about Swerve joining, and then we created the name Hit Row, right? So like. Swerve was the last person added to Hit Row, and I wanted him to be in it all along from when I got to WWE because I knew he rapped, but he was the last person added to Hit Row. So, like, he wasn't, like, he came in as a singles guy, and he's hmm. the least, and we wanted to, you know, see what the next step was. He wanted to go back to being a singles guy, and I ain't got no problem with that. Like, I have no problem with the man getting his money. He knows that it's a lot easier to book one person than it is to book four. Plus, he already has built-in relationships at all these other places. So, like, I'm not going to be the one to be like, nah, you got to be with us. Like, nah. Like, if that's what you want to do, like, go get your money. Like, I've right. never had a problem. I've never had a problem with him doing what he wanted to do and vice versa. Like, when we sat down, he was like, yo, I really, like, I want to do my solo thing. And I think that, like, you should run. Well, we were, at the time, we were going to call it the crew. He was like, you should run the crew. And it would just be, the, and it was the three of us. And I was like, no, nah, like, I was like, no, nah, we're going to, I'm, I, I already had that plan um, because I assumed that that would happen because Swerve didn't need to be in Hit Row. Like, unfortunately, WWE didn't have anything for him until he was. You know what I'm saying? Like That's a fact. They, I mean, we they, wasted his, they wasted his time for two years. Like, they wasted my time for a year and a half. Um, until we, until we did hit row, they, he had, yeah, he was in matches, but he never got put over. He never got the opportunities that he deserved. He didn't need to be in hit row, but to be honest, none of us did. Like all four of us could be single stars if we were given the opportunity. It's just sometimes you don't get given the opportunity for one reason or another. Like maybe if I came in wearing kick pads and oh. underwear, I would have been able to get the opportunity oh. earlier, but you know what I'm saying? Oh. You know, because oh. I, I, because I, I come in talking oh. real street and and being real and saying what's on my mind and not holding my tongue for nobody that ain't never helped me do nothing in my life. Like, well, except for right now where you're obviously holding your tongue. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, pretty shameful, yeah. really. You know what I'm saying? So like, so like me and me and me and swerve. And then that's the funny thing is like, people were like, Oh, y'all got beef. Like we don't, bruh. People were writing me in my mentions, telling me how much beef me and swerve had. While me and Swerve were standing next to each other at a Super Bowl party in Los Angeles, That's pretty cool. That's pretty, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like people people don't know anything, and they think they know everything. Like people say, "Oh well, you're the reason Hit Row got fired." Well, if I'm the reason Hit Row got fired, why did Brianna get released first? 
Um, I don't have the answer to that question. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just, people, just, people just say wild things that they don't have any factual information or any actual knowledge to base it off of. So, like, people just assumed that because Swerve is doing his own thing that we had beef. When in actuality, when I found out yesterday that he was that the plan is for him to go to AEW, I was the first person to show him love on Twitter. And he immediately was like, that's my brother. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... For people to not recognize what's directly in front of their face, I feel like it's intentional. And it's okay. Like, you don't have to understand the inner workings of people that you have nothing to do with and will never actually have anything to do with in real life. But also, you don't have to pretend like you do on the internet. I mean, I... I... Look, man, I I am really glad that I the internet wasn't the thing that it was when I was twelve because I'd be very embarrassed <laughs> by the things not not because like I would get it wouldn't be a cancel uh, culture thing it wouldn't be like where uh, you'd find me using the n word because that never yeah happened. Well, I mean you might because I was your first black friend right uh, when you say first what you mean is only <laughs> <laughs> I t- I totally I, you know I I was gonna make a joke about how I might casually like when I'm around another black person I'm like you know I've got a black friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the reason I keep the poster in the room here that you took yeah, down to Dallas is so that when people come in, they're like, oh, hey guys, no, this yeah. is my one black friend. He knows a black guy. How about that? <laughs> and uh, then, uh, the funny, the funniest thing to me is like wrestling Twitter. Is, and I did it on purpose. Like, like people don't understand. Like I'm a, I, I've been a wrestling fan my whole life. I've been on wrestling Twitter for almost 12 years like i understand how these people think and how they work right so like yesterday when 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 swerve announced when it, when it was announced that swerve's going to aw right like i posted a picture with swerve and uh the caption which uh the caption says get paid young nigga get paid which is a quote from a song called get paid mm. by the Rapper Young Dolph. No, how dare in, how dare you expose peace. Dolph Ziggler for his rest racist? Uh, exactly, <laughs> and that's the thing is, I intentionally I intentionally quoted it as Dolph because he he always calls it's Dolph. He always says that in his songs, <laughs> but I intentionally did that knowing that losers on wrestling Twitter would be like, yeah, Dolph Ziggler said that. Right. Noted. Like, well, hang on, that's noted Memphis. Well, noted Memphis like, legend well, Dolph Ziggler. Everybody knows yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So like I, I was, I knew they were gonna do that. So I, I waited. It literally, it took less than two minutes, and then I was able to quote a tweet and saying, "Imagine being so lame, you don't know who Young Dolph is." And guess what? That got more interactions on the tweet. These people don't understand that it's a game and it's a business. I know how to work the system. Like, like even go back, go back to the sneaker disc. Like, I wasn't talking about nobody in particular, yeah. but I knew that somebody would take the bait, and it happened. Like. <laughs> like th- that that's how that's how this business works that's how you get people talking but the problem is like people are so quick to think that they know everything like people say oh well the song you made with gender mahal was racist well if it was racist why did gender mahal love it why did gender mahal help me pick the beat why did gender mahal quote the tweet and tag other Indian rappers for them to respond to it so that we could get more juice out of the feud that we had just been haphazardly thrown into. Uh, obviously, right? because Jinder Mahal is also racist. I think that's pretty clear. Jinder <laughs> Mahal is clearly also racist. Yeah, exactly. Uh, by the way, I, I, think, I think the favorite thing I saw was was with the MCW thing. Well, clearly they they uh, booked Swerve separately and didn't tell him that this is what they were going to do. And then he just yeah. had to go along with it. Yeah, yeah that's exactly sure. what happened. 
it wasn't that MCW reached out to me about doing a show and then I called everybody and hit Rome was like, yo, let's do this together. And everybody was like, yeah, let's get money. Mm, can, can I, can I, can I say that I, <clears throat> I started that in motion? Do I get to take credit for it? Do I get to take credit for starting you in did. motion? Sorry, sorry, you. Sorry, you. <sighs> every now and then, every now and then, remember once upon a time, AJ asked uh, Aaron and I to be his agents. Um, you remember that. Aaron, how many, how many gigs did you get, AJ? I mean, I've reached out to several people. But how many? But how many? How many? How many? How many did you get? I think zero. Mm. Well, to be fair, Mm. uh, Glenn, Mm -hmm. you don't. You don't. You're not an agent just by setting up a phone call. You didn't. You didn't do any. You didn't do any of the negotiations. I did all. Wait, you didn't tell me you wanted me to do the negotiations. You didn't mention that, bro. Have I asked you for a check? No, you saying that's how you get one. I just want scoreboard. That's all I'm looking for right now. I'm up two zero. That's how you get it. I know. Well, bro, if you want, if that's the role you want for me, I'm happy to step more into that. I will totally put on the worst suits ever. Walk in, I mean, like suspender suits. I'm totally doing bow it. Tie. I'm walking. Yeah, bow tie. I'm smoking. Yes. The cheapest cigar you've ever seen in your please, life. Please dress. No, you gotta dress exactly like the Muslim brother from the Wire. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> With the brother fake glasses and everything. I want to be that guy in future negotiations. St- scoreboard. That's two zero, Glenn over Aaron. I just want to point that out. But at least, hey, Brandon got you that gig at Ramshead Live, though. That's not true. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, he said you ain't got no nipples. Oh. By the way, I really the uh, the 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 young Dolph thing is so funny because speaking of um, uh, my alleged black friends, I was doing a, I was doing a show with uh, Tyus Bowser from the Ravens the week that uh, that young Dolph was shot, and I, I saw that he had tweeted about it, and I wanted to ask him about it, and he turned at me and he was like, Do "You know, young Dolph," and I was like, "You know, in that moment where I'm like." I mean, he knows that he knows that I definitely don't like. He is very aware. But I'm I don't wanna like make it so uncomfortable. So I'm like, yeah, I know young Dolph. And he looked at me, I swear to God, on the air in front of a live audience. Name your favorite song. <laughs> I was like Good job. Oh. And of course you said of course you said the infamous song I say, Play with your bitch. I know I said get paid. That was what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I learned about that tonight. Today was the day that I learned about that song. All right. So the MCW thing is still happening. And th- th- let's just close it this March way. March nineteenth. That's happening. Uh, I saw front row completely sold out. It's gone. I would be making moves if I were you to make sure that you get there um, for MCW. And can we tie this up by like, it, is there the possibility? So hit makers moving forward is is it like open? You know, we all know that the AEW deal is that you can still do uh, other shows. You can still like, is it possible that in the future there could be another collaboration that Swerve was part of? Um, I'm sure. I mean, there's nothing stopping it. I mean, yeah, unless right. unless they tell him not to. I don't really know the inner workings of his deal. So, um, you know, I just know, you know, he's he, he he's talking to him. So, like, uh, I really don't know how his deal is set up because I don't really ask people about the money. That's just right. lacking. Uh, well, um, if you, if you were a better agent like I am, you would ask people know. about them. I'm not his agent. That's the thing. So, <laughs> if you. <laughs> You know, I don't know. But Glenn's volunteering to be his agent. Yeah, I mean, yeah. let him know. Let him know that you know a guy. <laughs> let him know. Put the yeah. word. Put the word in if you don't mind. He's of course a former guest of the program. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so let him know that whenever you get the chance, we'll but make it like, happen. But I mean, there's nothing stopping. I mean, 
to be honest, like the hit makers is, you know, we were the hit makers before Swerve got with us. So that's why I felt like it was good to go back to that name. Yeah. Because obviously Swerve, can, it's one of those things that's like, you know, um, Xbox is in the DX, but like if DX is doing a reunion show, you're, think, you're thinking you're going to see Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels, but then when Xbox shows up, you're like, oh, shit. Right, right. right. You're feeling, so, when, when China shows up, you're really surprised. Oh, you're yeah. like, hey, hey, this Jeez. is. Um, that is not that is not a, a tasteful joke. We love China. No, wait a second. Everybody knows I love China. Everybody knows that as a fa- is that I've made that very clear on the show in the past. Haven't yes, I? it might be, but it's I just think, not I a think. tasteful joke in the moment. Right. Um, but when uh, like uh, when you know going forward, the cool thing is is like the reason hitmakers work so well is because like when we're all together, it's it's an incredible vibe that nobody on earth can recreate. But like I mentioned before, all four of us can be singles performers and neither one, none of us need any of the other ones to stand out on a show. You know what I'm saying? So like when we get the opportunity to be together, that makes it even more special Sure, because you know that we can do it ourselves each individually. Like, all four members of the artist formerly known as Hit Bro can promo. We can all wrestle. We can do everything that there is to do. We all got namesake, and, and there's nobody that is going to uh, outwork us creatively. Um, like, I'm already in talks with a bunch of places. Like, when I come to do shows, like, I don't, I'm not there just to get a check. Like, I know that I can get a check anywhere that I go, right? But, like, if I come to a show at your promotion, I'm trying to get your you know, your homegrown talent over. That's what I care about because I'm already going to, people are going to boo or cheer me, but they ain't going to sit on their hands. Like, there's not, they're not going to do that when I come to this, when I, I come to the, I've heard you're not a good guy. You're not a bad guy. You're just the guy. That's I'm what the I, guy. Yeah. That's what I've heard it's, about you. So it's All like, right. you know, like the, the, I'm, I'm trying to get their talent over because that's what this business is. And, you know, even in WWE, I was lucky enough that everybody I worked with made it a, a point for me to get my stuff in because they knew that I could do things that other people couldn't do. Um, so, like, I want to be able to do that for other people when I go do the indies. And also, like, I'm not I'm not doing an indie every weekend. I'm just not. I'm not going to do that. And, you know, neither is Tahuti. You know, me and him already got some other things that we're working on. Neither is Brianna. Brianna doesn't even live in the country. People don't even know that. Brianna know that. lives in Brianna lives in Colombia. Okay. Are you for real? So, yeah. I had no idea. What's, yeah, exactly. what's with you and Colombian women, by the way? And, and you know what I'm saying? I make good choices. So like when you know, like people don't even realize that like like we got so many other things that are already going on and will continue to. Like we're not interested in doing an indie just because we can get a check to go there and do it like if we're gonna do it we want to do it for a specific reason um because we got more than enough opportunities to just we if we can get the same check to sit down sign and take pictures somewhere why would we go wrestle you know what I'm I, I, I feel you uh i saw that the uh, x-pac was going to gcw any chance that uh that's going to be a thing that happens mania weekend I mean, I mean, me and Xbox are cool. We talk on Twitter all the time. Like, I fully expect that uh, we will have 
very good conversations. As you know, I think his tag team partner is Joey Janela, who, mm-hmm. you know, used to come to Sausage Castle Wrestling when Sugar Bear was the leader of Hit Row and the Sausage Castle Wrestling Champion. Um, I'm sorry, was the leader of The Row and Sausage Castle Wrestling Champion. So, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, seeds laid in there already. You know, I used to be on the same shows with Effie. You know, in Orlando. We, so we love Effie. I mean, that's one of our absolute favorite people. I mean, he's the best. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of GCW connections that I have. And the cool thing is like I told AJ, I told AJ Gray, like when he first announced the For the Culture show, I reached out to him um and was like, yo, I love what you're doing. He was like, yo, I want you on it. And I was like, huh, we'll say less. Yeah. I'm in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, because there's not enough of representation of, of, like, black artists in this business that are not what people think black people are and not just authentically black characters like Darius Lockhart. You know what I'm saying? ftcdallas.eventbrite.com to get tickets if you're going down for Mania Weekend for the culture with GCW. Um, I, dude, I, that's tremendous. I mean, that's absolutely tremendous. Are you going to do anything else Mania Weekend? or like? No, my the thing is like, yes, I have sightings already, you know, uh, at different events um, that have already been, you know, set up and booked. But like, I'm honestly, as far as wrestling, I'm going down there with the intention to wrestle this one show and then having everyone be like, yo, come do the show this way. Da, 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 da. Like, I've been there before for this. I know how it works. Like, so, like, if I do the one show at GCW, I'm cool with that because I'm going to be doing the signings and getting paid to do those anyway. Right. So, like, but, you know, if the right opportunity presents itself for another show, you know, the hit makers are available. And, um, you know, for everybody else that loves to pretend that Hit Row, the artists formerly known as Hit Row, have beef, we will all be staying together in an Airbnb that I've already booked. <laughs> uh, it has a nice pool. We'll, we will be throwing after parties for all the lovely ladies in Dallas if they uh, feel obliged to come join us. Now, um, hang on. Uh, what, what is the bathtub situation in your Airbnb <laughs> that you're staying at? Is it, uh, is it a weird bathtub? Is the shower situation where you have a weird bathtub <laughs> with no... No, no, no. no. <laughs> see, see, unlike when we went to New York, yeah. I actually looked at the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a little more sense this time around. Okay. Well, well, I ain't gonna lie. When we, went to, when we went to Brooklyn, I was just excited to stay in Benchside. No, I feel you. You're right. Because of Biggie. <laughs> uh, will anyone be stink-facing you at uh, 8 in the morning at this particular B&B? Airbnb? If it's not Brianna, they better not be. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you what. It'll be fighting words. Oh, I tell you man. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, and I think one more for Mania Weekend. Uh, do you intend to put Steve Miggs through any tables during the course of the weekend? Yeah, All absolutely, right. no All problem. Right. Just, you know, you know, Steve Miggs got to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be Steve Miggs' muscle in the Pacific Northwest, anyway. So. I love that. Uh, he, 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 ha- he has a belt. He's walking around with it. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it's a it's a good gig to get. You know what I'm saying? You know, that. I'm also verified on all social media. So That's true. But he's not the verified champion anymore. He lost that belt. I know, but I'm just saying that was. Yeah. His whole gig. For a long time. Yeah, so. so true. So true. And I also verified on all social media, you know, including uh, including the tick of talk. You know what I'm saying? Uh, AJ, um, how much of uh, how much of Elimination Chamber did you watch this weekend? Um, 
So a total of about zero minutes. All right. So uh, anything you'd like to say, or is this about the time that we can let you go? Uh, well, I, you know, I got a doctor's appointment, as you are well, you're very well aware of. So um, that's why uh, I timed it out this way. I thought this would be perfect. I thought AJ was gonna have to go in, even if he had watched all. Even if he had said, "Dude, I watched the whole show," he was gonna have to go in anyway. But I just assumed that that was the answer. You know what I'm saying? I am uh, very grateful for you guys and being able to come on here and talk to you guys. I always love to. Oh, hey, uh, your your dad requested we have another night at Jimmy's while you're home for the MCW show. And I said, well, that that sounds like something I bet we'd be no, willing to do. No, terrible. <laughs> yeah. Awful. Well, there is, there is one problem with that. What's that? Is that March 19th also happens to be uh, John Minadakis's birthday. Oh, shit. Oh. So, uh, after the show on the 19th, I will probably be heading to Annapolis to celebrate with him. Ah, oh, well, that makes it quite awkward. All right, well, your dad and I will go have a fun night at Jimmy's, <laughs> and you can go after you, you and no, you. We'll probably, and actually, we'll, probably get, we'll probably get food at Jimmy's and then go. So. Yeah, I realized after we talked last week that I am in New Jersey that entire mm, week. Way to go. Way to go. I know. Jer- I'm sorry. Way to go. You well. suck. Boom, boom. <laughs> you suck. Boom. It's work. I can't help it. Hey, they brought back Rock and Roll Part 2 at the Maryland game this week. Did you hear that? I did. did. Hey! Hey! You you suck! Oh, that was great. Of course they brought it back because they're not they're not doing well. So well, yeah, they, I mean, they, they needed something. In fact, I, need, I, I didn't want to say it, but there was a part of it that was like, you couldn't have waited to do that at a game that people were actually going to? Well, I, I, <laughs> I think it was something for the, the 20th anniversary, which is I this hear, weekend. I hear you. But, the, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. All right. It's been uh, 20 years since they won the Natty. Wow. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. at least old. I'm old. Da, da, hey, hey, I'm old. <laughs> no doubt. Aren't they a basketball school? All right. Shut up. No, shut we're up, a baseball you. school hey, now. Hey, hey, hey. Check out what the hey, baseball how team's they, doing. How they do against. Let's be clear. We've always been a lacrosse. School. That's true. But how they do against Penn State, a hole? The basketball team? Yeah. Uh huh. Penn State doesn't have a basketball. Yeah, you were talking. You were talking nonsense over there. <laughs> he said so. Penn State doesn't have a basketball. <laughs> Maryland That's the doesn't. way we've always Fairness, it, Maryland anyway. doesn't really either. All right. Uh, <laughs> get through. The, what, what, what are we plugging for you? What, what else? I'm, I'm just saying, every time Penn State would kill them in football, everyone would say, but we're a basketball school. And, and, and they beat them in basketball. So, yes, we correct. They also beat you in football recently, too. No, but did you beat other people in basketball? Like That's like, eh, they that's beat, like beating uh, Dottie. Uh, settle down. They beat Rutgers, too. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard. They, they beat Rutgers wow. in Rutgers. Uh, they won. No and they almost beat, beat Purdue. Purdue. Yeah, and they almost beat Purdue. Right, correct. This is, uh, we call this a little bit of a streak right now. Uh, how many consecutive covers do they have, Aaron? <laughs> uh, actually, they didn't cover a oh, couple games. Shut up. Yes. Shut oh. up. Way to ruin everything. At hey, a- at you AJ, suck. At AJ Francis 410. Uh, there he goes. He is. The main event. Bent. 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 AJ Francis, a.k.a. Frank Huhada. Not, not. I love you, buddy. Appreciate it. Love you, buddy. You guys. There goes AJ. <laughs> he, had, uh, he had things he had to do. All right. That's all right. Cause hey, we wait, Penn State has one game better record than Maryland. How is that possible? Mar- I don't know if no, you heard. Maryland Chris. stinks. Like what? Is oh, that? I forgot about the coach. Yeah, the coach did quit. Yeah, You're right. That Not that it was going to be much better with it. Be- before we get to WWE, I think we have to talk about something. What do we need to talk about? We we have multiple people in the jobbing out family 
potentially competing in Dallas WrestleMania weekend. Well, I mean, yes. So we just alluded to that. We just talked. About I know. It. That's what I'm saying. Let's talk. We'll talk more. Like what else is there to say? So what do you want to say about Migs? Like, do we I mean, know? We need to talk about whether or not we're going. We oh, we're, oh, we're going. Oh. I'm probably not able to this year. Hang on. What weekend is it? What the eighth and ninth or whatever? I'm, no, yeah. it's the first. It's the second and third of April. It's not undoable for me. It's not undoable. That's all I'll leave it at. It's not. I, yeah, I'll be divorced if I. I, I oh, can't. Do oh, that. I'm gonna. I'm already gonna be divorced when she finds out what I spent on Paul McCartney tickets. Oh, by I have the to way, go to Coachella this year, and that's oh, yeah. like two oh, weeks. You after have to go. Oh no! Oh, you have to oh go to what a miserable life I have. I have exactly to go to Coachella. <laughs> um. Here's the issue, right? This is my and I and I mean, where are we as a collective about? It's, I, you know what? It's already out the window because already we've we've already all spent money on WWE, haven't we? I we Brandon and I went to a house show. I definitely spent American okay, but dollars we spent for that. Like like fifty percent of face value. Uh, I know, but we still spent money. I'm not even saying go to Mania. Right, I get, I get what you're saying, and so the for the culture show is Friday afternoon. Do we know Mig's schedule yet? No. Like I'm in a place where like I would be more inclined to fly down Thursday night, go, and then fly back Saturday morning. (laughs) I mean, maybe. Yeah, there's a zero percent chance of me doing that. You just said you weren't going. So what? But how I'm is that any different? Yeah, there's zero percent of zero percent. I mean, my God. If I were to go, I would go to WrestleMania. This is where Brandon always has to remind us. It does not. Th- by the way, this is whatever your blood, like you, if you're blood brothers, and Brandon's got to remind you that at the end of the day, he's a WWE mark. Like <laughs> if Vince McMahon shows up at you your funeral and literally spits on your corpse in the casket in front of your mother Brandon is siding with WWE at the end of the day he's still still going to Wrestlemania I'm just not flying to Dallas Texas for anything unless it's like four days of stuff you know well it it legitimately could be four days of stuff that would be be what it was that's what it would be that it was let's say that it was AEW Dynamite weekend or, or AEW whatever weekend, double or nothing week. I'm not going to leave without going to that show too. Yes, but Aaron's question was premised around the idea of seeing our friends. That was the concept. Yeah. There, there's, I, there's, sure. there's like 50 different friends. shows going on across the four days. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought you were talking about one thing. Um, no, 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 no. I mean, we would see more than one thing, presumably, but the idea would be. I, I you know what? It's honestly, not about mania. It's I, about the other I think though that this might come down to if I'm going to go to Money in the Bank, it's going to be hard for me to do both. It's it it really it really will be difficult. Like I'm I'm not I'm not trying to claim that I'm poor because like I'm not poor, but yeah, doing the math, not multiple wrestling yeah. weekends, several months stretch. Doing that math will make it more difficult. Right, so if we're doing money in the bank, and we're, like we're still planning on doing money in the bank, correct? Correct. If we're still planning on doing money in the bank, then I'm probably out for mania. Just just being practical, being as practical as I possibly can be, I think I'm probably out for mania if we're doing money in the bank. So. Particularly, my brother is trying to get me to go to SummerSlam too because he lives in Nashville. Listen, to this guy. Listen to this guy, man. I my brother. I have to go to Coachella. I have to go to SummerSlam. Go with my brother. Saudi Arabia to go to that oh, show. You, yeah. If, if Foo Fighters were playing the next day, ah! you could probably talk me into that. Totally, Not going to lie. He's totally going. He's totally doing it. 
if they're like Foo Fighters one day and Crown Jewel the next, um, I, I could, if I could afford it, I would go to that. All right, all right. Uh, well, tell Migs to come on next week and we'll talk about whatever. Do, yeah. we, do we know what he's doing? Is he like? Nah, I've just been talking to him and stuff. All right, so. tell him, tell him to come on next week and we'll talk more about what he's doing. But yeah, I, if I'm doing Money in the Bank, I think I'm out, unfortunately. All right, uh, let's get into it. So, I mean, we. You knew, right? Like, we knew. We knew at the end of the day they were always going to say, the only question I have now, the only question that's left in actually unraveling all this is, did the Bobby Lashley injury factor into this at all? Because it would make more sense for them to do what they did if they didn't know that Bobby Lashley was going to be out. And they did intend to have Bobby Lashley involved with the championship match at WrestleMania. If, if but they would, I think this was always the plan. I've, so do that, I. Because they, 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 if this was the plan, they would have just put it on somebody else and put it back on Lashley. This, and this was Garden. the curveball. No, that the, they, the, the, Bobby Lashley is not competing at Madison Square Garden. Why do you? Why do you think that's a thing that's going to occur? Yeah, they've already they've ruled him out. He's, like, he's, he's, he's going to be out six months. Like he's gonna be out for for right. a while. Anyway, but my big bigger point is they would have put. I think they would have put another title. Match I disagree on. with that. That look, I'm not telling you that, that it proves anything. I'm I'm only disagreeing with that part, which is they always they can always default to the answer is just Brock Lesnar. Like they can always default to that. And to the point that we kept bringing up when Brandon was throwing out his conspiracy theory, I have no idea how much of that is true versus. Again, the answer can just always be Brock Lesnar. Like, we can always walk into a room one day and say, no, Brock Lesnar's the answer. But if the plan was, and and I don't know what it would have been, but if the plan was Bobby Lashley, presumably, whether he was champion or not, they would have had Bobby Lashley doing something at WrestleMania, correct? You would assume so. Right. So, so the, But the early report, so it's so hard to tell what... Did, like, have we cleared up when Bob? Like, was Bobby Lashley injured then, or was he already? He was, no, injured? he was injured before the. Like, he had a, a nagging shoulder injury, but, but did they, they actually they, they hurt not, him? They did not know that it was gonna. He, they knew he was hurt, according to uh, who's the name of the former WWE writer, uh, Aaron Kazim. Oh, oh yeah, Kaz. Kaz. It's, it's Kaz. Yeah. Um. Uh, they knew going into Elimination Chamber that he was hurt and re- required surgery, but it's not something that they had known for a while. But they don't, we don't have a date as of to what exact date they knew. The assumption is it happened within the last two or so weeks since, since the Royal Rumble is Got when it. they found out. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, my, I'm going in with the assumption that the plan was always Lesnar because, again, I just I feel like that's they can't. That, it's absolutely a panic move to make, but I feel like if the plan was we want a Raw Championship match, they would have had a Raw. They would have done find a way to have a Raw Championship match. And, like that's and, just, and, that's that's right. I, and, I understand unless, the other way. Unless they felt they had something good with Bobby Lashley, and they walked in and said, "Otherwise, we're just forcing this. Otherwise." Like again, the the last guy that was left standing in the elimination chamber was Austin Effing Theory. Like, do they do you really think they were going to give Austin Theory a championship <laughs> no, match at but WrestleMania? I, I think they would have given Rollins the title. Right. So Rollins. By the way, what is Rollins going to do at WrestleMania? That's the big question. So, like, to me, there's the theory that it was going to be Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania, 
And with Bobby Lashley hurt, they were sort of left scrambling. And now it feels way more like they're sort of trying to straddle two things at the moment because there's the wild card of Stone Cold Steve Austin being a variant to all of this, which would peel away Kevin Owens, clearly, from whatever they're going to do. Um, which is not a great position to be in where we don't know what Seth Rollins is doing at WrestleMania because, you know, he's he's Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. Right, yeah, Seth freaking Rollins. He's, uh, he's, he's pretty good. So I would prefer to know what Seth Rollins was doing at WrestleMania. But all of this is, is very weird because of it. It doesn't ultimately matter, right? It, it's, it's not all that relevant. And I don't know if we'll ever get an answer to the question or not because I don't know but how it's many a good, But it's a good curiosity. Right. It's merely a curiosity as to whether or not the Bobby Lashley injury factored into this whatsoever. The only reason... I, I guess there is some sort of math. Why did Roman care so much in kayfabe at Royal Rumble, but didn't care when we got to Elimination Chamber. There's a bigger problem with it. And it's honestly, I won't say the biggest problem, because obviously the biggest problem is everything. But um, just the way this story was built, one of the reasons why Brock was, I'm not going to... I'm not going to use the term like you know underdog, but but he was sympathetic because he kept getting screwed over and over again. He got screwed in Saudi Arabia back in the fall. He got screwed at the Royal Rumble, but now he's rectified the screw jobs. Right. So we're taking that aspect away from that. And I'm not saying this makes him less of a face because as we see, he's kissing babies and he's oh, you know this do- is the most face he's ever been. Yeah, I mean, and and he's over and everything, but. To me, it does take away a little bit of this thing of him trying to rectify all of these screw jobs. Well, because he has done it now. Well, hold on though, but they're but they're not telling that story. Like even though we're saying that that's what we saw and that's what happened, that is not what they're leaning into. Like, they're not they're leaning just, into it, but like, like he's not what? saying that. He's just saying I'm going to come kill you. Like he's not like, hey, I got screwed. I mean, they do. They say the thing about Paul Heyman sure. because I think because I think that's more about. That the Paul Heyman and less about Roman, so that's more about like just. But that was a big part of the story, and then that's I mean, that solidifying you know, him as a face, right? I I understand, and and that's kind of the thing. It's like you know, you did the whole big thing at the Rumble to get him screwed over for the title, just to give him the title back before he gets his revenge. It's it's a weird dynamic of this. Well, but they also did the promo with Paul Heyman right after that, where we were like, they they did that. And this was why I was so convinced that this was happening, because they were like, we took away what Brock Lesnar wanted to do the most, and that's have a title for title match. I mean, it's a complete bullshit thing they made up. <laughs> right. But they did say it. <laughs> so I mean, it's it, the second they said that, I was like, OK, there's this is definitely happening. But then again, if, put if, it out there like if, that. if but if that's what mattered most, then why wouldn't Roman Reigns have gotten involved with the Elimination Chamber? It, which match? is what I brought up last week, which and makes no sense at all. This, you this, can't do the, the Roman Reigns. With the, the chamber yeah. being so open for so Correct. much of that match. Too. And this also goes back to why it is that I just wonder about the Bobby Lashley impact. Like, w- was it really part of it that like, well, if he's going to win, I, but, but we, we, but you know, I just don't know. I don't know. Like that. What, what would the plan have been at that point? If you don't have Lashley, 
again, it should to your point, Aaron, just give Seth Rollins the belt and figure it out later, right? Or, like, or give, just... give Styles the belt and do Styles Edge for the title. We'd roll our eyes, but whatever. That's a worthy title. Well, match, are we I certain guess. that it's yeah. going to be Styles Edge? Or you know, obviously yeah, he threw no. out he threw out Cody in that yes, uh, in that promo as well, right? So we we just don't we don't know. Here's 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 the biggest reason why I do think that this was the plan because while we can just say yeah, it's Brock Lesnar, yeah, it's Roman, you do this like this has long term ramifications or. I should, let me rephrase. It should have long-term ramifications if you're doing a title-for-title match. This isn't a match that you're just going forward and then you're resetting because obviously both titles are on one person. So now you can always have them drop the title like we've seen in WWE and other wrestling companies before immediately, but that's obnoxious and I hate it and I don't want to even consider it. Um, You could also also not have a winner. (laughs) Like that's the reality. And, uh, if, you don't, if you don't have a winner on the second night in the main I'm event with of WrestleMania, you. that'd be I'm, horrific. I'm a hundred percent with you, but my God, let's you're you're already what you're doing is horrific. So like, why are we start stopping with the idea that we 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 would eliminate horrific? I'm with you um, that presumably this is unifying titles, but. That doesn't make any sense. I, well, no, I don't even know if it's unifying as much. You know, Becky. You know, Becky didn't unify the two titles, but she carried both for a while. Okay, but if if Roman's winning, you're unifying the titles because nobody's beating Roman yeah, for the he, title, and, and, that, and that's the problem right there. Right, yes, like, exactly. and then in the other scenario, you're having Brock lose twice, right? Because he's got to he's going to go away again at some right. point. I'm okay with that scenario. No, and this actually, I think this whole thing might be just what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. We were like, no one's ever gotten over Brock right. over and over again. And now he's won two titles in between there. So that kind of uh, mollifies that situation a little bit. So, you, it, and I, and again, this is the, the only compelling story left is for Roman to you. I mean, there's, there's nothing compelling about Brock Lesnar beating Roman Reigns like, no. at all. Like, it's just not compelling. I get it. It's the, st- in professional wrestling standards, it's the story that's been told. But to your point, Aaron, he's already won a belt. Like, yeah, no, he's, he's, he's mollified a yeah, lot of that. It's no longer the guy yeah, who's been screwed so. over yeah, and over just, again. It's yeah, just not, I agree. he's not overcoming anything. So there's nothing interesting left about the idea of Brock Lesnar winning. The only interesting thing is Roman Reigns still coming out on top after all of this effort that Brock Lesnar has put into this, Roman Reigns still winning. But the problem being, if that's the case, you really are. I mean, you you can say he's going to carry both belts, but you're unifying the titles because we're presuming nobody's beating Roman Reigns for an extraordinarily long time at that point. Unless he's bored and say, I'm done with one of them, which would be, again, obnoxious, but not out of the realm of possibility. It's atrocious. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely atrocious for that to be the case, because you're just essentially spitting on your championship belt, and it makes it meaningless to whoever the next person is going to hold I think, it. I think the only thing that would be like if the the only way that makes that okay is if the belt is just going away. So like it's still unifying the titles, that's, but if they just if correct. they but just that, say the universal the championship is the belt now and that, there is no that's other the belt, same thing. Then. Yep, right. it's the exact same that's thing as unifying the titles, which right, makes right. no sense. You can give me all you want about, hey, they thinned out the roster, or you can give me all you want about, um, you know, we're at a place where we can't promise exclusivity on Roman Reigns any longer to either network because both of a, both of these you know, entities pay us way too much money, and they're both angry that the other one gets Roman Reigns exclusively. You can say all of those things that you want. You don't have to screw up the wrestling part of this in the process. Like, you, you don't have to. 
There is no need to screw up the part where you struggle to create storylines, and by having championship belts, you have a storyline. Um, it just, it's it's utterly nonsensical. Every layer of this becomes nonsensical and mm-hmm. bad. It just, there's no good way to get out of this. Um, you know, I, which is why I have a hard time believing this wasn't the plan because. They have to know that they're mm-hmm. screwing everything up by doing this. I, 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 that's where we. That's the part where we separate. Like that's, that's just what they do. <laughs> like, yeah, I was just gonna say, use like, that word. Ha- like, listen, right. I believe this was also always the plan, but I think we only have a little bit of clues. We have no proof or evidence, really. You know what I mean? There's a couple clues that we can point at, but like, there's no way to know. And I have no confidence in this company knowing what they're doing next week or month or tomorrow. So like to the point where there might have never been a plan. It might legitimately be that they just sort of they kept asking, well, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? And ultimately, to me, the the biggest if I had to gut this, if I had to say what what is your gut? My gut would be that at some point, I don't know when, but at some point. Sitting down in a room. Vince McMahon said, well, wouldn't it be even bigger if they had both belts? And a bunch of dummies like us were like, well, yeah, but Vince, but what does that mean the next night? And what does that mean moving forward? And literally his answer was, who cares? It would be huge if they had both belts. We could put that in the pictures and we could advertise. And and that literally was the end of the conversation to the point that I just don't care about all of those things that you're talking about. I think this is big. I think it makes it bigger, whether I decided that a month ago, two months ago, or literally on Saturday morning. I they, think, they, or, or that week when all those ticket numbers started to come out. Right. Or something like that. I yeah. think this makes it bigger, and so everything else be damned because that's the only thing that matters. Whatever hokey thing we have to do after that, to your point, Aaron, if it means that, that Roman Reigns literally not literally, but figuratively S's on the Raw championship belt after he wins it, Vince McMahon would say, I don't care what happens, you know, nine days after WrestleMania. That's not where we're making our money. Our money is being made that weekend. We need to do this. And, you know, there's probably something to be said for that as a company. It's terrible from a wrestling standpoint because, again, there's just no good way of getting out of it. But at the end of the day... I have, I just absolutely have no doubt that at some point Vince McMahon convinced himself that it was that much bigger and that much more popular and that much more sellable if the posters showed both of them holding a championship belt going into WrestleMania, and so he would do that. The only question I would have is, why not do that every WrestleMania then, right? Like, what? Well, well not just that, like... I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I know, anybody... Wait, wait, wait. I do know the answer. Because there's one time. <laughs> one... <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, sorry. Is this going to sell any more tickets? Like, is anybody no, more excited no. about this match because it's belt versus belt? No. And in, in fact, I would go the exact opposite, which is um, by having a compelling, really good storyline for a Raw championship match, you would have sold vastly more tickets. Um, I, w- I would work the exact opposite. I think this is the less tangible. I think this is like he thinks that, that this plays with people that like Jimmy Fallon. That, like, if you don't care at all about wrestling – you might hear somebody say two guys that you've heard of are competing with two different to unify the chain or whatever you want to call it. And that someone who doesn't care at all about wrestling might be more inclined to pay attention. 
and that that intention attention that's being paid could somehow translate into um, ticket sales. But no, to to go back to what we said to begin with, if they were doing Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn for the Raw Championship, it would sell drastically more tickets to another night of WrestleMania. You'd be considering going. 100%. The thing that I just said a minute ago, I would say, God love you, Aaron, and I want to come see your family, but go F yourself. I'll skip money in the bank to go watch Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, in Dallas that weekend, the, the, the 100. If you had a good quality Raw Championship match to present at WrestleMania, knowing you already had Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar in your back pocket, there is no doubt that you would sell more tickets that way. Yeah, I but mean, it just. But there's nothing. There's nothing we can do at this point. There's just you know this is this is what it is, which is why we need to move on and talk about the big story from the week. <laughs> Nikita Lyons making her debut. That's the big. That's, that's uh, my biggest we'll, story. We'll get back week. to it. We'll get back to it. <laughs> we'll get back to it. Um, um, anyway, let's run through as far as the well, chamber. Well, wait. What the, the last thing I'll say about it is just that, like, I mean, there was a report from a credible person that said this was Brock's idea that he really was pushing for it, and I believe the last time we heard something like that was whenever Goldberg yep. won yep. won the title. So, you know, as much as like Vince McMahon does things or whatever, it really sounds like they do what Brock Lesnar wants. Well, to do. but that sounds like Vince McMahon is giving Brock Lesnar that yeah, that, yeah. that that latitude, which exactly. whatever. Mm. All right, I, I don't want to. See, run here's, I, I just want to say one more thing about it. It's just so frustrating because really including the Rumble win, like this has been such a coherently well-told story, even if it wasn't exactly what we wanted to see, and now that's all gone. All right, well, let's move on. Actually, I got one more thing I want to say about it. I was, never mind, never mind. Yeah, I'm with you, Aaron. I, I, I get it. Look, and this is the bummer about it is I'm not in any way opposed to Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns as a WrestleMania championship match. I've never been opposed to it, um, as long as Roman Reigns wins, right? Um, I'm just opposed to screwing up everything else and literally crack. It's the thing that bothers me that I talk about all the time related to WrestleMania. It bothers me when you get to the part where you make fun of me for watching all year. How how dare you watch all year? Just understand, none of that matters. This is a totally different thing. This is the only part that matters. How dare you be invested in anyone that's on Raw and think that what they're doing is relevant and matters and is compelling because we're going to get to a point where we say, no, how dare you watch when we tell you that Drew McIntyre doesn't matter because when I wake up one morning and decide that Drew McIntyre matters, he matters now. How dare you watch for anything other than once we get to Royal Rumble because from there, things matter, but everything else that happens until then is completely irrelevant. That's the part that's the part of this. I, I accept in the you'll hear football fans like hardcore football fans talk about how the Super Bowl is not for them, right? Because it's about the pomp and the circumstances and the halftime show and all that. It's not really about the X's and O's of football. And so, if you're a hardcore nerdy football fan, it's not for you. I accept to some extent that this is the part of wrestling that's not for a hardcore nerdy wrestling fan because you're going to have to get stupid Logan Paul and you're going to have to get you know Johnny Knoxville maybe in a championship match. You're going to get certain things that you don't love. I can deal with that. I can't deal with the fact that you are making fun of me for watching wrestling from SummerSlam until Royal Rumble. You are you openly make fun of me every year 
for spending my time and being invested into what's going on because you're going to remind me again it is irrelevant. What? How stupid are you for paying attention to that? It's, it's just what gets us by until we get to the stuff that actually matters. Glenn, were you invested in Liv Morgan? I was. Shame on you. How dare I? Well, what? It, it, it's something as simple as even when they get something right, like Bianca versus Becky, what's going to main event night one? Ronda and Charlotte. <laughs> like, and what's going to main event night two? Yeah, Brock and. But, you, but at least that they built out for six. Yeah, months, I mean, so. right. At least that's a, a, a relevant. Yeah, that's a great point. It, it's it's how dare you? How dare you pay attention to the product that we put out there every week? What? What a joke that is. How dare you watch our product? How dare you care about our product? How dare you think any of it matters? How dare you? Because it doesn't, and you know it doesn't, and why do you keep doing this to yourself? And again, you can say, well, Glenn, that's on you. Like, you're the one who chooses to do this podcast that you don't make any money to do. You're the one who continues to watch every week because of it. That's 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 something you got to look in the mirror and deal with. But... It can't just be me. It can't. I refuse to believe it's only me that gets this feeling every year. And and I hate it because I tie it to things that, again, are inherently good. Drew McIntyre getting a push was inherently a good thing. We all like Drew McIntyre. It was just embarrassing because they made it abundantly clear for five months how irrelevant Drew McIntyre was, only to wake up one day and say, nope, he's the guy. Forget everybody you watched. Forget all of the guys that were killing it. Forget how dominant certain guys were and just looked amazing because we woke up one morning and just said, nope, we're picking somebody else. It, I, I hate that I tie it to that because it feels like I'm, I'm crapping on Drew McIntyre. And everybody, we all love Drew McIntyre. But make it so that November matters at some point. Some point. October, November, November, December should matter in professional wrestling in some sort of way. All right, I'm off my soapbox. Can, can we, do we do anything else here? Uh, on that or on anything else? Well, I want to get back to the, the chamber. Let's get back to what what happened. Okay. Yeah. All on, right. I thought Saturday. the chamber was a really good show overall. Um, um part of it was, it was because Royal Rumble was bad. Uh, yeah, so... right. I, I think that that it might be part like with the standard being Royal Rumble, it was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the women's chamber match was better than anything on Royal Rumble. It was better than the entire again Royal low Rumble bar. Game. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I I, I would. I, I thought it was really fun. Really fun match. I mean, th- we talk about all the time, like matches where you kind of know who's going to win. And that was the best match that I knew who was going to win that I've seen in a while. I think like we, yeah, we knew Bianca was probably going to win, but I, it didn't take me out of it. Like it did the year that Shayna was in the chamber or whatever. Yeah. I I would agree that it was really good. I, I would, I would agree with you that it was really good. I definitely never doubted whether Bianca was going to win. Like there was never a point at which I thought, I mean, there was a couple of false finishes during the Alexa part that I thought were really well yeah, done. Yeah, I think they were well they done. They were done, but, but I, I, I always thought they were false yeah, finishes. Yeah, I, I never, at no point did I say, maybe they've got a surprise up their sleeves. Um, well, and, no, of course not. I mean, like, like, like I said, we all knew who was going to win. Right. But no, I, I still thought it was well done. And also, it's what we talked about last week. I give them credit for, for doing what they did with Rhea to try to get people to think that maybe... Maybe somebody else in the chamber might have a chance at, at winning. I thought that actually ended up being very good, though, as sort of like a false flag operation last Monday night to give Rhea this huge moment to make people think to themselves, like, well, she's kind of did, the underdog. Did they change their mind? 
<laughs> yeah, like I, I, I think that that actually was functional and ended up being a really good thing. And in no ways does it hurt uh, Bianca because, like, as I've said a billion times, Bianca is not an underdog, like at at all, like not remotely is she an underdog. So it didn't hurt her, but I, I still think it would have been a better moment if she had been the one to do that. And that, but obviously, this is part of a bigger story. I just well, don't, I just don't it, get that. I don't get why like Bianca it, has to be the one to over. What no, is she? You keep using the word "has to." No one has. Or to why do it even would be I just good. It would be better. I don't. I don't get that. I don't get that at all, man. Like Bianca doesn't need to overcome anything. Like or should I, again? As I said before, I think it would be embarrassing to try to tell that story with. I think it's just because any human being fighting seven people in a row is a daunting task. I don't think it's about her specifically. I just think if you're doing that with someone, it should be with the person who's going over the match. If you and you if put you, the you put the person who is the favorite to win the match in last is kind of embarrassing, to be honest. Wait a like, minute. what are you talking about? Why? Why would you? I, I, she's the freshest person. Like, of course she's gonna win. Do you know what I mean? Like in the storytelling, that like. It's bad storytelling. That's the only part I don't like. Didn't like about the chamber. It is bad storytelling. We always talk about how bad it is to put Brock Lesnar at number thirty in the Royal Rumble. It's bad. It's better for that, that person to actually display the, their. The storytelling wasn't the problem there. You're saying it was bad. It, it was bad for a lot of no, reasons no, that I'm have nothing saying, to do with but this. But what I'm saying is, it is better for the story always to show a dominant person being dominant. And not getting the the highest advantage in the match. What's the story I, I that you're looking kind of to stupid. tell? Like that, it depends on what the Just story showing them is. Fucking shit up. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Showing them killing people. Like, like if 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 it, it you so hung up on this overcoming and underdog shit. That's, that's not what that's I'm talking the, about. that's but that's the point of doing something. When you put somebody in, the point is to show them overcoming odds. That's the story. Is that look at how amazing is they can overcome the odds? That does not odds. make them an underdog. It 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 makes well, yes, anyone. Yes, that's exactly in that what it is. But it makes anybody in that situation an underdog. It doesn't show a flaw in a character. Anybody who has to fight six people is an underdog. It doesn't matter who you are. You, by Ron the way, Strowman you, fighting six people is an underdog. You're acting like there weren't still that many people in the elimination chamber when Bianca came in. You're but pretending she was the freshest person in the match. Wait, wait. Here's 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 my so they want to make Bianca like the story they are telling right now is with the exception of when Becky is screwing with her. Bianca is this unstoppable force. Correct. So would you have been okay if she went in first at the elimination chamber and was an unstoppable force from there and nobody else got their moments? Yes, actually. See, I, I, I mean, you I were just going on about how good the chamber was, and I, I, I don't think there's any chance in hell that you would have said the same things if that was what they, the story that they told. No, if every, if they got through all the people, but she just ended up pinning all of them, I'd be fine with that. You but she needed to be an, unst- she needed to be basically an impeccable force. There, she, she wasn't could- that. She wasn't that in the match they did. She wasn't unstoppable. No one else got, other than Alexa, no one else really got any on her. Alexa almost pinned her four times. Alexa, but the other, Rhea wouldn't have gotten a moment. But it doesn't matter what else happened. It doesn't matter what else happened. She's no longer an unstoppable force if someone almost stopped her. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't don't know where that comes from. If you showed people, because you're trying to say that if I said... That she fought through six people and they almost stopped her the whole time. That but didn't. That isn't an unstoppable force. But her doing that to one person is. That doesn't make any sense. Wait. No, I, I think it does. Especially with the way they do it, it was a lot of reversals from Alexa. It was a lot of 
thing. Like, I mean, she hit her finisher on her. She did. She did. She <laughs> I mean, did well. It wasn't but a lot I'm, of reverse. I'm saying, like, that match is not the same with Bianca coming in first. This match that you really liked is not the same match or should not be the same match if Bianca is there. They didn't show me anything. Like, what you say that she should be is not what they show me that she is to me. I don't agree with your assessment of what character they're showing. I, I'm 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 bloody confused. She doesn't dominate any match. She's like I, I don't know what match you've seen that she just and, dominates every match and wins. Well, no, she doesn't win them in three minutes. No, but she's ultimately the one that can pick up and slam dewdrop. She's the one that can off do off the things. second rope just like every other person can. I mean, listen, I, I just don't, I don't, I just don't. We're not on the same page on this. We just well, don't. I, I'm glad we're not. I'm. This is the one that I'm glad that they got right. I'm glad that they figured yeah. this out with Bianca Belair, that she's not an underdog and shouldn't be treated as an underdog. And the embarrassing part would be trying to make Bianca Belair the underdog. The Bianca Belair who ran through everyone except for this fluke result and who Becky Lynch is literally afraid of and made it very clear she was afraid of should not be treated as an underdog in any way. Do you think that Rhea Ripley was portrayed as an underdog in that match they did on Raw? I think the Rhea Ripley character that hasn't been relevant has to be treated as an underdog. Do you think that that's what that was shown in the match? It, it, it was. That's not what it showed to me. It yes. It showed to me that she was a badass that could beat five I disagree a wholeheartedly. It was the announcement that she matters again. Rhea Ripley had stopped mattering. They needed to prove that she that's could matter again. That's not what I'm again. asking. I'm asking, did it portray her as an underdog yes. that beat five people in a row? Yes, that's the crowd starts getting behind holy crap Rhea Ripley relevant again wow yeah let's embrace that and she's but but I'm saying look how tough she is she beat five of the best people on Raw I don't see that as she's Daniel Bryan I see that as she's tougher than she she competed against one of the best whatever former world champion uh competitors on Raw as they as a fourth match and beat that person that's not Daniel Bryan against the odds well well, That's but someone running through the roster. I'm, but there's wait, a difference not, here in that it? she didn't run through the roster because she's lost both times. In in she, this she world, lost, they, she well well in the in the chamber match they didn't even do it. She would she was pinned like. Right. Third or fourth. From but, that, that, but that's my point. If, if you reverse that, if you had Rhea do that and then Rhea win the chamber coming in first, then yes, they are starting to tell a very different story than they're telling now. And a different portrayal. But I thought the the right way to do it would have been Bianca was the Rhea. Rhea came comes in last, beats Bianca on Raw. Rhea gets to come in last in the chamber, and then Bianca beats her. Right, because Bianca's overcoming the odds, which she doesn't need to do. The second part of that is that the everybody idea... in the elimination chamber is overcoming the odds. Everybody is against six people or five other people. Uh, okay, so then no, then nothing matters. I mean, that's that's pretty obvious. But, but well, wait, then why do you not want them to enter first or enter last? Yeah, I'm, the same it, thing either way. I mean, I'm I'm really confused as to where this no, argument no, no. is going. I'm saying if if Rhea came in last, like so so if Rhea came in last in the gauntlet match that they did and beat her after Bianca had beaten five people, that's what should happen in normal life, right? It's hard to beat six people. The the fresh person, if it's someone who is you're equal or, or or close, they should beat you. So then you do in the elimination chamber, you do this, you do the the exact reverse, right? And then they overcome it. You're you're talking you are painting the like ultimate babyface underdog story. You're I mean I I, I 
this is the I need to get over on you because you took advantage of me when I was tired. I need right. to prove something. I'm Rudy. I'm the scrappy underdog. That's the that's the the story that you're telling, which is nonsensical with Bianca Belair. But what you accomplished in the same time was giving me a reason to remind myself that Rhea still matters, which you wouldn't have done. Which is fair. That's what, fair. What wouldn't have happened coming out of the week, if you do anything else, is Rhea's irrelevant. If if the scenario that you painted, where Rhea just comes out as the sixth person and happens to be the one that wins that match, only to turn around and lose on, on Saturday, she goes right back to being as irrelevant as she was before. But by giving her the moment that you gave her on Monday, now we've got in the back of our heads, oh, right, remember, yeah. Rhea's no, still really fair. good, and that's we want fair, more except, Rhea except, at some point. Except, and then Raw happened. <laughs> and then, well, you I mean, know, I mean, it's going to have to... Isn't that always... It's, Something happens that, and then Raw happens. Well, yeah, I mean, there is a lot of that. I mean, like, it's going to have to cool because they're not right. capable of doing another, again, as we talked about a billion times, they're not Maria, capable of telling. Part of this is Come on, funny. she's going to win the yeah. women's Andre the Giant. That's probably what she's Prom- going to do. Honest Prom- to God, that's probably what yeah. she's going to do. Maybe Alexa wins it. I don't know. Um, but, like, they're, they're not capable of telling another story, which is a shame. Although they could tell a Rhea Alexa story. Rhea Alexa, I was going to say, yeah. they, after Alexa's reception, they almost have to try to get Alexa into a match. So I mean, I don't know exactly how you do that because, I, I mean, I just don't know how you tell that cleanly, but it would be worth doing right now. I was going to say, at this point, I, I will sacrifice cleanly to get Rhea on the show. Well, and then there's the bummer of all of it that Liv Morgan is going to be perished again. Like, but we, we, we talked about that at the beginning of January. It, it was the way it was going to have to be. Unfortunately, somebody was going to have to get sacrificed here, and you had to do it. Um, that's a bummer. I would I would like for there to be a revisit of the Liv Morgan thing, but she is way down the line again, and that's 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 what it is. It's what it is. I, I've got to learn to live with it. Um, anyway, yeah, but uh, on the whole, I thought it was a good match. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. I think that this is one of the things where it's nice, it's nice to see that they got something right. It's nice to see they figured out how to get this right. And now we'll get six weeks of Bianca and Becky. And I'm 1000% on board with that. I think that's wonderful. I just hope that at no point does it get messed with. I, I hope that in their minds, the answer isn't to force feed like, hey, boy, Alexa got a huge reaction. Do we need to force her into one of these other things? I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm... Yeah. You know. It's <laughs> very concerning. <laughs> yep. I just I just pray that's not the case. That's all. I pray that doesn't happen. Um, what else from the chamber itself? Chamber itself. Drew McIntyre tried to kill someone with a sword. <laughs> right. But, I mean, he's been trying to do that. He's been trying to do that for a while, so I'm not really... I'm not really sure what this means. Claymore with the sword was not something I I thought I would see, but we did. We very much much saw it. The Alita reaction was kind of wild. Why? It's Lita. Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, it was great. I I, I expect that in Brooklyn, right? Um, I expected actually way more in in Saudi Arabia than in Brooklyn. I I guess. I just, I guess I under, under, um, Expect what? Yeah, like how they react to anything. To be honest, like so we've had some shows where the haven't really reacted to a lot of stuff there, right? Like that was a that was the best crowd I think I've noticed. This one in the very la- what was the last show Crown Jewel, I thought had pretty good crowds, but like 
Some of the other shows did not have good. Like it just felt like. Uh, well, early on they ran that giant <laughs> stadium. Didn't we comment to, about how you could see people doing business, like yes, in the front row or exactly. whatever? Exactly. They they had the couches in the giant giant stadium. Right. Yeah. yeah that was very uncomfortable. But, but anyway, so if you want to be really worried about something, apparently there was a report where WWE was overwhelmed by the reaction that Lita got. Oh yeah, that that always is gonna worry. Yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. Always is gonna worry. Yeah. And by the yeah, way, we get to hear Lita's would, theme, so I'm yeah, okay with it. Hey, and that would be that would be a good thing for Alexa. Alexa Lita, why not? Well, what are you doing with Rhea then? I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if she's right. in the if she's in, if, yeah, if, she's, we're convinced that she's going to do a one on one, then I'd rather do that. But if she's in the Andre or whatever, I'd rather Alexa do this well, than well, be in the Andre. Oh, the, yeah, sure. The go, going back to the Rhea, hope, Rhea what, Lita, Rhea Lita. As long as, look, as long as they get their, you know, as long as this Rhea moment was for something, we're good with it. Because, like, in theory, if they do Rhea, Rhea Alexa, who's winning the match? Probably Alexa, right? Probably, but I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if her character It's hard to say. It's not, it's not clear, right? It goes back to the Bray Wyatt argument. Does it matter? Do wins and losses right. matter for Alexa? Because if they don't, then, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. I just I, I don't know exactly what this Alexa character is right now. I don't know either. It's, it's really hard don't. to say, but she looked like a million bucks as far know. as Agreed. movement in the ring. Well, and by the way, as everybody pointed out, it was it was a drastic upgrade for the show to not have women wrestling in t-shirts. Like it was a yeah. drastic yeah. upgrade for the show that they were they were able to figure something else out that worked. Shout out to Liv Morgan and the Britney Spears gear. Yeah. But uh, but all of it was good. I mean, literally yeah. all of I it. I just like that the, the couple of things were like specific references, yeah, sure. like that instead sure. of just being a random bodysuit or whatever. Um, you're gonna have to explain to me what the hell the idea is to not do the Usos Viking Raiders match. Yeah, that was bizarre. If the the answer that I saw from some people is they want to push it back to WrestleMania, and the only why? thing I can say is, well, yeah, correct. What? Why? <laughs> Why in the it, it world? It can't be to Mania. The only thing why? I would say is the the only reason you do that, like to me. The Listen, only reason to do it is if somebody was if somebody was hurt. That's the only right. reason why you do that is if somebody. I, I, was hurt. I thought it was a time thing at first, but apparently it wasn't. Yeah, so that's the report. I I I just that was. Listen, all the respect to the, to the Viking Raiders. They're great performers. That's not a WrestleMania match. Yeah, I was going to say I really want to see that match because I'm going to enjoy the match. I don't want to see that well, match at Mania. It's not just that it's not a WrestleMania match. Let's give it in kayfabe. Why in the f would the Usos be afraid of having a match against the Viking Raiders? Right, right. <laughs> I mean, the Usos are the greatest tag team of a generation. The Viking Raiders are, unfortunately, largely jobbers. Why in the world? They were running a, around after the 24-7 title a few weeks In a ago. kayfabe situation, would it make sense for the Usos to be afraid of the Viking Raiders? I mean, come on. Everything about that was insane and, and again uh, if, if it's just something we need something for this upcoming smackdown smackdown whatever a smackdown then just okay. don't do that then yeah, literally just take like, it off the card freaking saudi arabia to do that right right <laughs> i mean that was that was i i have to hope somebody was hurt i mean that's all i can think is that somebody was hurt and like they could they, they're like we could do a match but if you can just give us a week or two, we're going to be fine. And they were like, all right, well, here's how we get out of it. I, I mean, it was. Yeah, I like maybe the Viking Raiders were like, we can't get all of our stuff in if, if you know, somebody has a leg injury or whatever right. because they're bigger guys that kind of fly through the air a little bit. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's weird. That was. So um, but that, that screams to me like SmackDown match in a week or two. 
that and then eventually like a multi tag team. I was going of. to say I, I'm thinking like if it's on Mania, not on you know the Super WrestleMania SmackDown. It's, <laughs> Two for it's one like a tag gauntlet. I don't like that either, for what it's worth. I, I'm not saying I like it. But... <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, do you mean the two-for-one thing or yeah. the... No, I mean, no, no, I don't I don't like the idea of a tag gauntlet match. I, I mean, oh, I just yeah. I just feel like WrestleMania shouldn't be a place where you're doing something like that. No, I, no. I don't, I don't, I don't... I, I, I mean, the, it, the other logical thing is, says so New Day. That's the very logical thing. That's yes. The, that's the most, not only logical, but wonderful thing that could that's end up being... the only thing that makes any sense It could all. be a show-stealing But they're type not of, the New Day. They're Kofi and Big E. By the way, that, right. <laughs> uh, people were getting worried it worked up about that. It's dumb, but it's fine because they're using the music. Like, it's dumb, just announce them as the New Day, but you could actually make the argument that it's trying to show deference to the significance of the two characters by giving them their names. The important part is playing the effing music. The right. music is what matters. So yes, it's weird. I mean, like I, I reacted the same way, but it definitely isn't bad because again, the music is the part that's relevant. The part where people get up and the, 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 the report was exactly that Vince McMahon missed the magic that the new day made Hello? Hello? Yeah, yeah. Yes! Yes! They're the New Day! All right, anyway. Um, all right, let's... Uh, is there anything else you need to say WWE-wise, or can we move on? Yeah, actually, we have some potential kind of big breaking news. Oh? Uh, PW Insider. WWE star Cesaro has quietly exited WWE after his current contract expired. What? Well, I mean, I don't... I, I hate to say this. It's not really that... Yeah, why do they call this surprising? Yeah, I mean, it's a bummer. It's a huge bummer because I love Cesaro, but I mean, yeah. I mean, what? what, This is one of those ones that you're like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. You know, like you hate saying that, but like, it kind of makes sense. I, dude, I, I hate it. I mean, we all know we. I love Cesaro. I think Cesaro is incredible, but. I think we just all curious to see where he, what he does, where he goes, well, and just I mean, seeing him will be good. Yes, but wherever it is, it, it, he seems like a pretty logical choice to end up on a very bloated roster. Yep. Um, Especially yep. if uh, if you're debuting the uh, other people that yeah. Yeah. aren't. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, and, I, and we look. Logan Paul's back. Wanking motion. I mean, I, I I do like how in kayfabe, Miz's first thought is to call <laughs> Logan Paul when he needs a tag partner. Yeah, yeah, I will say this. I do. If you're gonna do Logan Paul, I like I like the Miz being part of it. That's kind of fitting, right? That that the Miz would think that Logan Paul is cool. Yes, because they're what you're saying is Logan Paul. The Paul brothers are essentially the the human form of the Miz. Right. Um, yes. Fine. Like, I don't. I don't really yeah. want to. I don't really want to say anything else about this. I just sort of want to say okay and move on from it. But this. Uh, well, I, the last thing I want to say is mo- more less about Logan Paul and just more about what this is. It was so, like <laughs> this is one of those examples of them being like, all right, this is what we're doing at WrestleMania. Random shit that you, like makes no sense. Yep. Miz and Rey Mysterio, <laughs> like. All of a sudden, this is a feud for no reason. Like, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't really have. I, there's a, no, there's nothing wrong. It's just funny that like, I mean, it's it's a good guy. Was, it's a face and a heel, which is what we very rarely get in professional wrestling right. anymore. And, so, and, I don't, and but the I two, think we, you know, 
Aaron and I were laughing about how we were like, oh, well, I guess the Edge thing is over. Because well, we, we, we said the Edge night, thing. We knew the Edge thing was over was, after we lost at the Rumble. Yeah, there was right, no right, logical right. way to bring it back again. Like, to right. say no, that no, somebody... No, no. Had... And I'm not saying... I'm just saying it was, like, very this abrupt, like... No, like, hinting into anything. Just like, okay, these guys are... This is a feud. <laughs> Let's go. It was just kind of funny. It's just funny. Like, it's... It's great. I love The Miz. I love Rey Mysterio. We get to see them at WrestleMania. And that's, you know what? For, as far as far as just kind of random jumping to jumping feud, when you have a, a plat, you know, a, a, a um, device like Miz TV, it actually kind of works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does. It it works better than when it's just all of a sudden. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right about that. I don't know. This doesn't reek to me as being reek. Huh? Um, <laughs> this. This doesn't seem all that awkward to me, honestly. Like this really, no. this really seems more like the sort of the way that a WrestleMania card, specifically the eliminating the Logan Paul part of it. This is the way the mess WrestleMania card is supposed to come together, where you have other stars, and those other stars have matches against each other, and they feel like they matter because there are stars involved. Like, the Miz and Rey Mysterio are stars. Yep. Mm-hmm. Them doing, working with each other feels like it matters. Um, again, it's it's complicated by the presence of Logan Paul, which gives a giant turd towards it. But there is a way that you can make this productive. It certainly doesn't hurt anyone involved, nope. right? Like, nobody's hurt by it. Nope. And you can make it productive by by using it for a story about... Ray and Dom at the end of the day, either because Ray gets angry because Dom costs him another match, or because Dom's the one who steps in and saves Ray ass Ray's ass. Something there's a million different ways that you can use this to make it functional moving forward. And I'm I don't know I, I'm not good with it because it's never I'm never gonna be good with Logan Paul. Like you're just not gonna get me to be good with that. But I don't, you know, to your point, there's way, there's way worse things that you could do if you accept the premise of Logan Paul's going to have to be there. This could, I, I, go ahead, sorry. I mean, it just this can prove functional. I was gonna say, I'm going to be grumbly if it's Dom caught, or one of them hurts the other and Logan Paul gets a pin. I'm going to be a little grumbly about that. But if it's you know, I, I you get a nice feel good moment with Ray and Dom say, hugging in the ring you at WrestleMania. Say that, but like. Again, if you're trying to get, if ultimately you have to get to where one of them is turning on the other one, right? Like, if that's, everybody seems to believe there has to be a Dom goes over Ray moment at some point. I've never felt like that had to be the case. Um, I, I've just never, I, I, I think Dom can be his own performer and not have to overcome his father in order to do that. Sure. He just has to break um, off from his father. Doesn't have to beat him. But it seems like everybody is convinced there has to be a, a Dom Ray split at some point. If if Dom screws up to cause the indignity of being pinned by Logan Paul, that's a pretty good reason to have the two of them split. If it's if Dom does something, messes up in some sort of way that literally Rey Mysterio suffers the embarrassment of being pinned by Logan Paul, that really does set a story into motion. Um, do I love it? No, I don't know if I love it, but I, I, again, I think you can make it work in a wrestling capacity. 
I don't think this just has to be Dom and Ray hugging in the ring at the end of WrestleMania. Or not the end of the rest. It's clearly not going to be at the end of WrestleMania. <laughs> could, could you imagine? Yeah, Logan right? Paul at the this, end of is, WrestleMania? this is your main event on that, Saturday that night. Would oh, a problem, oh God. Could you imagine that? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, let's let's move on. Let's move on. Um, we're all excited about uh, Nikita Lyons. Yes, sure. I'm I'm excited about Nikita Lyons. She she's she's excellent. She was great. She has an incredible look. Um, I'm excited about Nikita Lyons. She's a very well-rounded performer. All right, now. Uh, oh, isn't that what Vince Vic Joseph or is, Wade Barrett said? Oh, is it? Oh, there was like three things in oh, the commentary. I, I, I totally... I, I'm I'm saying that specifically because right, they said. All right, it. all right, all right. Dude, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you a pass. I'll give you a pass. <laughs> Jumping to clarify here. All right. Um, I I don't. You know what's weird? I am I'm definitely not convinced that we're moving towards uh, uh, Braun Breaker versus Walter at WrestleMania. No, no. It feels like Dolph no. Ziggler, right? It feels like that, but like at the same time. It also kind of feels like they should be getting there. I get that, like maybe I'm I'm forcing things. We still do have five weeks, but maybe it, there's like an in your house or something it, between. There has that. to be a big yeah. Dolph Ziggler Champa blow off in order to get Dolph spinned into face Braun. Un- Unless well, wait. They're gonna do the threat. tag. Ma- they're gonna do the tag match. But first. that's not a blow off between Dolph Ziggler and Champa. And apparently, Champa wants another match with Braun. So you're. I, tr- I mean, I, I, this kind of does feel like it's heading towards a triple threat. And that that absolutely could be where it's headed to. There's no doubt about that. I don't love that. And I also go back to what was the point of bringing Walter over then? I don't what, know. What, isn't he doing? What's he doing? He's doing something. He's so, solo, solo Sakai. Right. I yeah. mean, so, which, by the way, I'm good with that. I, I'm really excited for that match. I'm, I'm excited for that match, and it might very well be that it, this is goes back to the bullet in the head thing, right? That like everybody's got to get a bullet in the back of the head. This is Solo Sakai is going to be the one to give, you know, Gunter. They're going to be the one to give Gunter his, but. It definitely felt like there should have been something bigger there. Like it, when you brought him over, it one hundred percent felt like it should be for a championship match. Well, we don't know that this is a short run. Like he could get it in the summer. Uh, should Gunter be there that long? I, he should have been on the main roster four years ago. This is, not, this is why none of this makes any sense to me. Like I guess what I would say is, if you were bringing him over, I, I'm trying to paint the picture of all of this. If you're putting him in a match with Solo Sakai, it should be for Sakai to win. Yeah, that's 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 what and, I felt too. And if you're doing that, then how are you going back to Walter down Maybe the road? Maybe Imperium just beats him up afterwards. Like, do, no, like the match doesn't have a finish. I, like, maybe it looks like Solo Sakai. Yeah, I mean, I, no, 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 no. The match is next week, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, like that, that. I'm just trying to say, there's a way that Walter still makes his way to take over. Like, I, I, I don't but think. If, it, but then what? Then what's he doing there? In the title pit match, I'm, I'm saying there's a way that they could blow off all this Ziggler stuff before oh, that. Boy. I mean, I don't think they should. There but is we th- so much going on here. <laughs> like this is well, right. We we thought that they that this should be Walter Braun Breaker, right? Isn't yes, that what we I, thought? I, I, I just I just don't see a way to get there even I don't, dirty here. 
Like, even if we take away the clean part of it, well, I don't think you can get that's there. Well, hang on. That's not true. The way you get there is that really that nudge from Champa was just a nudge, right? You you do Champa and Ziggler at takeover, and you do well, and then Champa's there after Braun Breaker beats Walter to yeah. to start, restart another program, right? Right. Um, that's the way you do it. It's just, I, I guess, why, why the nudge wasn't necessary. The only other thing is it feels it also feels, and maybe one of you guys said this, uh, and I just. I don't know why like, we say Sakai. Solo Sokoa. I don't know what I'm doing. Solo Sokoa, yeah. yeah it, it also feels like it could be a multiple-man match, right? Like, you could say yes. if they decide that Ziggler, Champa, Breaker, and maybe even Bobby Roode. No. No, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying they should do that, but they introduced him the other day, and why would he be left out, right? <laughs> I mean, like, and I'm only saying that because he's there. Like, it would be weird that you put these other three guys, and then the other guy has a friend on the outside. Yeah, he can disappear um, again. Like, that, that, there's no need to... In fact, I would argue, I don't love it as a triple threat. I hate it going any further than that. It oh, almost of becomes, course I hate it. Of it course it almost awful. becomes pointless at that point. As a, but, but, like, if they wanted to say... That you have two, you know, three NXT champions and Dolph Ziggler in a match. I, I understand what you're saying. They have not done enough to re-justify Bobby. Like that. No, they would have to do a lot over right. the next two weeks. There would right. be so much that would be necessary with Bobby Roode in order to justify him <laughs> being in that match. I, I can't, I can't even paint the picture for how they'd be capable of pulling that off in the next month. I mean, they. At the moment, he, he would have to pin Tommaso Ciampa or something. That alone, just, that alone, like saying it enough. out loud. Yeah, but that yeah, alone. I mean, and I just, I love how we had this talk, uh, you know, last week or two weeks ago about what, what do we need to do to fill the seats? Bobby Roode is the answer. Yeah, that's that's how you're gonna get there. Is you put I mean, him in a. At least give him his old music back. <laughs> and hearing Bobby Roode's music would change that. By the way, that would change a lot. You're not wrong about that. If they, <laughs> I mean, that's that's what was they, like 90 give him the robe again. If if what you're saying is he's turning on Dolph Ziggler, yeah. right? Like, yeah, no, that's, no, no, that's 100 percent what I was. Okay, saying. that's a far yeah. different thing than him yeah. just being because you were painting the picture where he was Dolph Ziggler's buddy and in his like. If well, no, he's, that's why I was saying it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, if he's turning yeah. on Dolph, the problem being again, now you're creating a scenario. You've got three faces and one heel and a. In a four well, or, or, or Dolph well, no. doesn't. Dol have to, Dolph and Dolph Bobby still can be still, a heel. Yeah. They can just, yeah. 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 I don't know. They're just backstabbing it's, each other. I think if you turn on Dolph right now, you're going to have to be a face. Like I don't. It's very difficult for me to create a scenario. Not where, if you're doing it for selfish purposes. Right. He just wants the belt. Then I don't want to hear his music because when I hear his music, I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, well, okay, but that's fair. Like that's, the music I mean, is very. Say, but he was always a heel when I, he had. I his know, music but it was before. that complicated old NXT heel where like Adam Cole was a heel. And we all rooted <laughs> right. for him anyway, fair, right? Fair. Like it was a different scenario at the time. Was that the first music that everybody sang? Was that the first one? Uh, Shinsuke. Shinsuke, Shinsuke, because it didn't have any words, but we definitely all yeah. sang along to it. And Sammy. That's true. I Sammy. feel like the Sammy singing was never at the level that these were, though. Like no, Sammy, no, not to the level, but they, he was the first one where you would get the music to stop, and then and then people, people would still would be singing sing along. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah you're Just not wrong about take, that. And then there was the one takeover where it was pretty significant. Yeah. The singing. All right, quickly, let's yeah. touch on AEW because I can't, I can't do much longer today. Um, okay. You know, I, there's a couple things in there that were weird. I don't think that the Jericho Kingston thing delivered either the way that other people do or the way that they thought it would. Um, I, in, in fact, I would go the other way. I think I think it was disappointing 
and a reminder that maybe not everybody, even the guys that are good at it, should not have an, an unlimited amount of time to sort of be unscripted and just go for it. Um, I think, if anything, it, it came off just really kind of making Jericho look dumb. Like... I was gonna say Jericho did not come off. No, he good yeah he segments. he did not look good. In the yeah, I I didn't think it was two titans going back and forth. I thought it was. I I don't know. I just think that Jericho ended up looking awful. Like the point yep. being that the functional part for Eddie Kingston was very functional at the beginning. It it meandered after that point, but it started with a very functional promo that Eddie Kingston cut about Chris Jericho, and Chris Jericho didn't have a good retort to the point yep. where. They would almost have just been good doing making it a double, you know, a double switch and painting Eddie Kingston as the face and Chris Jericho as the heel and moving forward from there. By continuing to go with it, it just sort of got lost to me. Like, well, I, and, and as soon as you started going down to the, you know, you're afraid of succeeding thing, like that. I mean, it did feel like Jericho was right, you know, the villain in it. Uh, so I, I don't know that he's not. I don't know that they are. All I know is Eddie Kingston better be winning at the pay per view, or else that segment comes off much worse. Yeah. Well, also, did. also, wasn't Jericho just kind of repeating the CM Punk thing? That's what it felt like. It just sort of felt. It was. It was like exactly this. It was like yeah. it wasn't the exact same wording, but it was like the same thing CM Punk said. Yeah, you basically. you should have stepped up by now. Blah 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 blah. But yeah, but yeah. even some of the retorts weren't good from Kingston. Like when Kingston was like, "Yeah, well, I would have been it." The only reason why you were a champion is because I wasn't there. Well, like, dude, that. But that, why weren't you there? That's yeah. that's what people can say when they're really successful and just not in the company. You don't get to say that when you you weren't on that level. Like that that didn't work. Like that it, in fact it it felt it felt like the type of thing that you heard another wrestler say in a promo. So you you felt like you could go there, but there's nothing that justifies that related to Eddie Kingston and again this sort of character that's been created in, in his own way that didn't feel worthy of being there. How can you both not feel like like this by, is, by the way, someone did cut that exact pro. I, I'm trying to remember who it was. Oh, I, I guarantee it's been heard. Of, it, that's what the way it came off to me is literally. I've heard that in a promo before, and that's what a professional wrestler is supposed to say when someone says something like that. So I'm going to say it, but it just doesn't fit with Eddie Kingston. Um, like it, it fits in no way. If you want to be the guy that's a a cocky a hole that. You know, you, you've you all let me down. Like, you've all missed me. You've all, like, you want to do something like that. I don't know, but it felt like they were moving characters and, and the target was never hit. Yeah. I, I was, I kept trying to wait for, like, a defined hit and it never came. And it petered out and they didn't close strong. And it there was a lot of awkward laughing because it was kind of clear that they, they were because th- they didn't script all of it, and they were trying to think about what they were going to say next, and so there was awkward laughter involved, and like, well, that, that like Eddie Kingston kind of thinks that's his character, right? Like, oh, I'm just going. I was going to say it, it kind I'm of going to laugh. I'm, I'm laughing. I, no, but it was like laughter like, worked like, a little bit more for Eddie. I disagree but, with that because it was like laughter leading into where he was about to start saying something, but then. Like, I think he, I think he thinks that's him acting like I, a I, tough guy or it, something. It didn't come off that way at all. Like maybe that's what he thinks it is, but it didn't come off the right way to me. It came off way more of I'm still thinking of what I'm. We have verbal crutches in this business. 
We all yeah, do. That's every, definitely a verbal. Every cult single cult. one of us has a verbal crutch or something that we say because our brain is still working to think about whatever it is that we're going to say next. I'm sure if you guys have listened every week, you could tell all of us, or and me more than the other guys, because I'm the one that kind of leads the show. So I'm the one that transitions and fills. And inevitably, you'll hear me say something where it's pretty clear I'm using that to reset. And in my brain, I'm trying to figure out what it is that I'm going to say next. That's the way it came off with Eddie King. Eddie Kingston was that he was laughing because he was just trying to do something while he figured out what he was supposed to say next. Well, I will say this, and I say all this to say that this is a thing we say sometimes. <laughs> Those are like three of mine. Right. I, <laughs> oh, do all the time, oh right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, I we all have them. I will say this. That's my most popular one. Uh, I will say this is absolutely a... About everybody uses that. Stephen <laughs> A. Smith uses that. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Again, it, to that point, it does not matter how long you've been in broadcasting. You always... Everyone's got a verbal crutch or a verbal go-to when you're put in a situation like that. Some people have so many producers involved with their shows that it's very rare that they're ever in a spot where they're trying to fill to get to the next thought. But... If you're in a business where that happens, you're going to use one. You're going to come up with something that's going to get you to the next spot. And it just came off that way with Eddie Kingston and the laughter. The rest of the show... We got to talk about the MJF thing. Weird. Yeah. Very weird. Interesting. Is this setting up a double turn? No. No, you I think never. I think you would never turn MJF, right? No, no, no. no. I, I think this is going to be, whether or not it's true in kayfabe or whatever, this is... I'm emotionally abusing CM Punk here. I am blaming I, him for my miseries, whether you know whether or not he should be. He's he's the he's the guy who blames other people for his problems, whether they, or not they deserve it. I actually think it could very well be that, but I would go a step further. I think within two weeks he gets CM Punk to be sympathetic, only then to make fun of him for believing that any of that was true because it was all complete nonsense right. that he made up. Well, if they're not doing that, <laughs> well, that might be a problem. They, they have I, to, I, I don't think there is, because whatever whatever the this is, there is a this. It's Whether it's I made you look stupid, whether it's you know something along those lines, it's a I'm going to look sympathetic just to drive the dagger home harder. Oh, I, I, there's, yeah. no, there's no world in which they're leaning towards trying to get MJF over as a face. There's just no world. We don't like it when things drag out further, but I actually am okay with this. This is, because MJF is so evil, I am actually all right with the idea that they didn't clean it up yet. That well, they, they have, It's only one more Dynamite before the pay-per-view, right? Yeah, that's true. That's a good point, So, so they, they clean it up next week. They have to he, clean it up next whatever, week. Or, right. or even, you know... Maybe it leads to something at the match where CM Punk does hesitate because of whatever. And right. then MJF daggers him. Whatever it leads to. I, I am in this case, well, I'm not always convinced of this with any company. I am convinced in this case that this oh, is I'm, leading to a moment. Everything with MJF has been so right that they've earned the they have not earned the benefit of doubt on a lot of the things. They've one thousand percent earned the benefit of the doubt when it comes to MJF. MJF few characters have ever been this right in the history of professional wrestling. So 1000%. I, I trust it. I believe it. And they will have to prove otherwise for me to have concerns about it. That that's, that's how good MJF has been that I am 
completely on board with whatever it is they're doing. I thought, I'll go back to this. I get that they were trying to set up a moment at the end of the show, but Daniel Garcia was the wrong guy to use to set that up. That was a... Why do you hate Daniel Garcia so I don't much? hate him. He's not, he's not what they <laughs> no, no, think I he just, is. I, just, I, know, I, I, I nothing know. him. And the crowd nothings him. They believe that Daniel... The crowd will tell you when it is that somebody's having a moment. Daniel Garcia is not having a moment. Daniel Garcia is, a, is an industry plant. You have stuck him in here and told us how much we like Daniel Garcia and told us how relevant he is and told us how exciting he is. We have not told you that. We've, we've never told you that. You've just told us that. And so the crowd was dead during the course of your main event match. And I get it. He was only there to serve as a function for a moment at the end. I understand that. I just wish they would have used somebody else to at least have a meaningful match at the end and something that had the crowd going, and then you can still do all of the same things at the end of the match that you needed to do. Could you argue that because, again, it doesn't really matter who that person is. It's about what happens after the match, that this was them attempting to give Daniel Garcia that spotlight. So win or lose, like it's something you remember about him going forwards. Maybe. But why would you remember anything other than... Yeah, that's the that's the problem I have. The Moxley stuff. Like, I just didn't sense... I, the building seemed flat. Like, utterly flat to me. And I don't think by it was... The way, a, by the way, the internet does not agree with you. About what? <laughs> or, or, about, it's, let me read you this uh, little tidbit. So good that it could have gone another 10 or so minutes and only gotten better from there. It was certainly hurt by time constraints, as the whole segment was, but it managed to live up to lofty expectations. B plus. I don't. Who's saying that? Uh, this is like a Bleacher Report thing or something. But then, like, if you search Twitter, like everybody, oh my god, what a match! Like, I, I thought the match was good. It just didn't mean anything. Yeah, the match was fine. There was nothing wrong with the match. It's, yeah. it's the crowd told you. The crowd made it very clear. We don't care about Daniel Garcia the way that you think we do. I, and I just don't know. I, again, I've been so lost. But this is David S. Pumpkins, right? Like <laughs> this is you're you're on that elevator. And you're trying to figure out what, what, why, why did you go all in on Daniel Garcia? Why are you so convinced that I care? David, so, David Pumpkins is funny. Come I, on, I, man. I love David Pumpkins. I'm talking about the reaction from Beck Bennett on the elevator while he's why he's oh you're, you're, yeah, you're, like, right. the sketch was amazing. But remember, yeah. Beck Bennett's response was, "Why did you go all in? Go all why in did on you David? go all in on David? What is he?" And I get it. I I think Daniel Garcia is a fine performer. I think he's. I I don't I don't dislike Daniel Garcia. I just have no connection. I have no connotation towards Daniel Garcia whatsoever, other than AEW keeps bashing me over the head with Daniel Garcia. We've told you who we're in on. We've made it abundantly clear as fans, crowds have told you. I don't always agree with them, right? Like, sometimes we disagree about things. Crowds love stupid sting. I do not. But I get it. The crowd makes you think you should give them more sting for whatever. What a bizarre scenario that was, too. Back Here, we'll just announce a match for the pay-per-view. It's going to be... <laughs> What a weird, that was very weird. Um, but like they they have been forcing Daniel Garcia as being a thing and having a moment, and at no point has there been any sort of reaction from a crowd that has justified it. 
They have, but they, but they also never fully allow him to be a thing either. That's that's the, the thing is that's the, the best part is, of it. <laughs> how how much are they trying to make him a thing as much as a a chair? You know, like he's a guy who you could put out. You need a good match, throw him out there, and he's he's the um. I don't want to say jobber to the stars because that's not really no, how they're using. That, no, that is what he is though. But but that's, he's he's a okay. relevant guy. You need someone to get a win. Here's a relevant guy. Here's this. But how can you be relevant, relevant if you just lose all the yeah, time? This that's, is that's, that's the thing. It's like they're trying to say, like, look, this guy's really. Like, oh my God, we're gonna see this guy versus Daniel Garcia. But if Daniel Garcia never wins, yeah. I mean, it's why I'm wondering if this like. It would almost be nice if they were acknowledging the fact that he loses so much as kind of a long-term, all right, look, we've seen him compete with Brian Danielson. We've seen him compete with these guys, and we're we're building to something there. I just I don't D- think Daniel that's what Brian was cutting a promo where he was trying to get me to care that Daniel Garcia runs around with two points. Oh, these evil two-point. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Imagine how much better he would be if he ran with us. Like, I, I don't care. Care who Daniel I, who Daniel Garcia runs around with? I don't. I, 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 I no wait. Hold on though. That was a relevant promo though because he was like I, okay. He was trying to say he was trying to put him over right. He was trying to say yeah, look right. this guy's incredible and he's with these jokers. But imagine but, how good he would yeah, be the, if he was. The, with the, us. This guy's incredible, but what I, he's missing. I, I think is right. I think like that promo is oddly more functional if you just never bring up 2.0. The moment you bring up 2.0, I don't care. Like I just. But wasn't he trying to say though, I that, think that, that's what, the point? But like, I, that, no, I think if what he says is, I think that he would be in a better place if he was surrounding himself by veterans that have accomplished something. Just leave it. Trying to make Daniel Garcia and 2.0 a thing. Every time I hear it, I'm just like, what? What is this? What is this? This is like trying to get me to care about the headbangers. How dare you, sir? How <laughs> although, dare you? Although, like, 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 you were at a show where they got revealed at Ring of Honor Dude, in Baltimore. Yeah, I, know, I know. And I just to use the headbangers though as an example, though, if you had like who was irrelevant, like Lex Luger or someone, if Lex Luger was running around with the headbangers and Bret Hart said, well. You know, you're holding yourself back by hanging with those guys. Isn't that a relevant thing to say? I mean, I think Lex Luger is immediately more relevant than Daniel Garcia has been so far. Yeah, honestly, yeah, whoever a, he's, it is, he's talking about guy. you know back yeah. in. I don't think it, they it, even uh, Luger and Headbangers never crossed over. But if they're like, if like Mr. Perfect or something, like who whoever was on the lower rung, like if there's someone on the lower rung hanging out with the Headbangers, and like someone in the main event said, "Wow, uh, you're wasting your time with those guys." I mean, that's kind of irrelevant. Thing to say, I right? Gu- I guess I don't. Just to know. push back a little bit as someone who doesn't give a shit about Daniel Garcia. This is the, but that's the problem. Like you're, you know what I'm saying is true. Like this is yeah. all irrelevant. Like I, I, and I don't dislike Daniel Garcia. It, it only Garcia. makes it relevant if, like, next week or two weeks from now, when when Daniel Bryan ultimately, you know, turns on John Moxley or whatever, that D- D- Daniel Garcia is running with him or something. Like something that's the like only that. way. Yeah, I mean, like that, that this guess, would eventually yeah, guess, be anything. Right. But we don't ever. None of us believe that's going to happen. Well, right? I don't know. I actually think that they would like if you they if, should do that. If like, they like, inherit, I, was say, I do think they have some sort of an idea. They want to do something with Daniel Garcia. They just don't know what that thing is. Yet. Right. That's the thing. If they really believe that Daniel Garcia is a thing and should matter in the future, and they want him to be Sammy Guevara down the road. To be fair, Brandon crapped all over Sammy Guevara when that was Cody Rhodes' first match in AW. Right. And I and I got it. I I, I didn't. We weren't neither one of I was not where Brandon was, but I understood well, I just what he never was. Never heard of him before. I understood That's what he was, was saying, yeah. which is yeah. like 
this is your first match? Like, really? Like, th- this guy? And so I get that you have to start somewhere. Like, I understand that. It just feels like they haven't... The story of Daniel Garcia right now is still that he's irrelevant, and they're not telling that story. They're telling another story where I'm supposed to care about Daniel Garcia. I'm supposed to know who David S. Pumpkins is while I'm sitting on this elevator. Right. I, I, I don't... And, to, and Glenn, to your point, they made Sammy Guevara relevant that night by having him join the inner circle. You know what Correct. I mean? Like Correct. They, they, they very quickly told me I should care who that they've, is, they've, even though I was the asshole saying I don't know who it they've is. They've skipped past the part where there's a reason to care. They have not given me, yes, he's worked. I, I think he's a worker. I think he does good matches. But what's going to happen when Daniel Garcia's music hits the next? If we were at the show next Wednesday and you heard Daniel Garcia's music hit, the first thing you would say is, who is this? Right, whose music You is don't this? know whose music it is because he's not relevant enough to know. Again, we can say we think he's worked good matches. I think he's worked good matches. I think you're right about that. Very good, yeah. But yeah. he's not, you haven't done anything to make me care, and yet you keep sticking him in things where I'm supposed to care. It's weird. Everything about it is weird. Yes, if you believe that Daniel Garcia is supposed to be something in the future, then I do agree. The best thing right now you could do is is use this as a tease to have him align himself with Moxley and Brian and then maybe choose which one or or I was going to say, on... or it doesn't even have to be both of them. It could be one or the other. Right. right. Well, Danielson I mean, I starts his stable of you know guys who beat the crap out of you. I I do think that they should go the the Danielson Moxley route for a little while. I, I I think that they should run the two of them together for a bit. Um. Yeah. You know why? Because <laughs> the alternative would be one of them's running into the title if they're not if they're not. I think you know. I think I think it's better for them to sort of yep. do this. Yeah. I, I think a super friends thing is a good idea for a little while. Yeah. For a little while. Yep. For a little while. Yep. Then one even even if it's a one pay per view cycle. Well, I mean, the, like, in AW, that's a long time. So yeah, right, exactly. 100%. All right, wait, can can I? Can we got Whatever of, it is, you got to say it quickly, quickly, real quick. Is there any like just to your point earlier? Is there any world in which this could run into the CM Punk MJF thing, where, like you said, he tricks CM Punk into sympathy at this match, maybe however it ends or some melodramatic Shawn Michaels ending. Right. And then they partner against uh, Danielson and Moxley. And there's some kind of weird, like, no. yeah, I, I, I don't feel. No, no, I, I think the MJF thing has to be a fairly quick and decisive dagger. This, yep. this isn't a long-term thing. Yeah. I, I think Got this it. is, this is just proving I'm still capable of manipulating, manipulating you. Yeah. I, I, I am. That's why but, I'm such but a not like the, But not like the Cody manipulation that went on for like a month, like a quick. Well, even if you say, yeah, that, no, no, th- this is literally, I'm using it. Like I'm so, I'm such a heel that my normal heel tricks don't resonate anymore. Doing this and then burying the dagger that shows, you know, I am the ultimate heel. Got it. Uh, I do want to say just real quick, um, I they they botched that whole Pentagon, just everything about that matching weird. segment they botched. Really weird, awkward, all the the lights turning off constantly, all of it was. Yep. Ugh. I I, I, I do like how how Buddy stops uh, 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 Malachi Black from burying the shovel to do something a lot less bad to yeah. Pentagon. <laughs> like that was. Like I have no no problem with the will he won't he whatever thing, but you need to do that when it's during a stare down, not when Malachi Black's about to deal the fatal blow. Yeah, 
that was it, it, honestly that whole thing gave me a headache. I'm just being yeah, as, and, like, and as much as I like the Pentagon Dark or Pentagon Obscuro, uh, I like, I don't I don't know that I, I mean like I like it simply because it, it's a it's a continuation of what they did in Lucha Underground, so I'm yeah. immediately attracted to it. Okay. but you can't do that and then do what you did at the end. You you also can't make it make sense to me in any way. Yeah, that's a you're all, it's always hard pressed in that. I way. mean, it's it's the you know his demon form. And I get it. We're it's gonna the, go. It's fin- the Finn yeah. Balor thing. I understand what you're saying, but man, I, I don't know. I just did. I did not. Feel I mean, I, again, I like it because it's a it's it's a right. continuation of Lucha. I hear so. you. I hear you. All right, let's get plugs in, Aaron. Uh, check out Visa and Visa.com. Of course, we got lots of March Madness stuff going on right now. Uh, check us if you're if you have Mass, you can check out uh, Follow the Money and the Lombardi line. If you have Xfinity, you can check us out on the Xfinity app on the Visa app. And of course, follow me on Twitter at the Aoster. All right, and of course, you can listen to Aaron on Simply the Bets every week. Um, Brandon just announced Earth Gang at Ramsad oh, Live love on Earth May twenty first. I'm excited about that. <laughs> I know you. I knew you I, would be. I genuinely love Earth Gang. They're tremendous. Oh, good, 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 good. Um, yeah, tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Ramsadlive.com. Um, we also have a CIAA uh, parties all weekend. Uh, if you're listening to this on Friday, there's uh, Glenn uh, mm. DJ. Yeah. DJ Cool. I have. Uh, it's, I, it's a I, day, it's, he's hosting a day party right. on uh, Friday at noon. So maybe that happened already by the time you hear this. But if not, tonight or tomorrow night, depending on what day you're listening to this, Rakeem and DJ Jazzy Jeff are playing at Ramshead, February 25th. And then, uh, yeah, just a lot of a big Kid Capri, Big Daddy Kane, and Slick Rick on Saturday. So check out all those events at RamsheadLive.com. Follow us at RamsheadLive on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. At Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com, at AJ Francis 410 Get your tickets for MCW on March 19th, for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out. Let me clear my throat. Let it see you.